25 years ago yesterday my grandmother died and she was the biggest influence on me for everything that I achieved or didn't achieve and she used to constantly talk about my hair being a bird's nest and that when I was little I constantly had my dress over my head and that I never wore any shoes and these would be my greatest achievements in terms of where my path my road she used to talk about my roads all the time and just after she died I started writing this piece about grandmothers about about grandmothers ancient grandmothers she never really talked about her mother but she always talked about her grandmother and my grandmother is my biggest influence and I wanted to finish it today to recognize that I have managed five years without her when the time of the greatest turning came there was little to do but to wait for the vision and in the painful in-between times we made our way through the countless stitching and reopening of the father wound the mother wound the collective wounds of balance and unruly growth and in the space between the spaces we searched for the faces of the greatest grandmothers those fissured and bony smiles cracking through moonbeam lit clouds beckoning us forward and the landscape it shifted and it shaped beneath our feet as we took steps on the unsteady ground in an unnamed direction, barefoot. First the days came when we work, we worked as well as we knew it had to stop and instead of churning through the worrisome fervour, we took the work inside ourselves and heading to that tender place where the strewn bits of the most intimate self lie she taught me how to put myself back together and we touched ourselves as gently as the wildflower blossoms opening in the spring and we moved with the molten heat of the volcanoes and we lit and tended to the flames of the authentic becoming feeding them only that which they served opening the opening for the vision to emerge We looked after the threshold with pierced eyes, perched atop a keystone, faithful watchers of the grand crowning to come. Mostly it was made from twigs and daisies. During the nights when sleep never showed, we sauntered into the place where dreams come from and we wove the finest story we could muster between jagged breath and shaking hands. And when that map became too ink-stained to read, we left our beds and we danced under the full moon on the abandoned streets at midnight, just to reach out of our grasp the otherworldly wisdom that had long been awaiting the skin of the human touch. And when the world stopped, we gathered the hands of the ancestors and asked them to pray over us. Even though we didn't agree with the praying, we prayed none the same and to hold them over us, to show us which direction to turn upward. Irrevocably, no answer would ever come, not for a long time, certainly. But in those moments when those cracked hands appeared through the veil, it was our only saving grace to wash them, mend them 
and hold them right back. It was then that the greatest grandmothers appeared closer, yet we could scarcely hear their voices on the western winds of change and on the clouded days when the thought of doing and going and being outside was much less enticing than staying inside, we turned to the wells of inspiration that had nearly dried up. We carried the water bucket by bucket to refill those wells and we broke out in song when they flowed again and we dipped our worn toes in, splashed the droplets of hope onto our cracked faces and let the water fill the places that had not known love for a very long time. And when our lungs grew heavy with grief, we dug holes into the earth and let the dust of the mother fill the spaces between our fingertips. And with healing hands on the ground, we cried into the vacuums and we gave ourselves over time and time again to our grief, softly weeping, howling, shaking, moving with the fiercest teacher of all. We didn't shrink back into our unlized ritual as we had done so many times before. She taught us well. And we opened ourselves up completely to the lessons of sorrow and walking through each gate coming undone, redone in the rhythm of the long, unheard great song. And when the roots of systematic injustice began to be uncovered during the vast flood of information, we gnawed at them like hungry wolves, leaving not a scrap in sight. And with blood still dripping down our chins, we turned skyward, moonward, earthward, and we howled into the fucking night, our voices coalescing into the one thrumming tune that was unmistakable against the backdrop of the newfound silence. Without the droning of the city traffic and the suburban sprawl, the more rural parts of ourselves, they came forward and something wild was to be known. We allowed ourselves to be seen in the light of day, yet we still worked from inside, shining light into the shadow of the systems that we devoured, swallowing every last bite that stood in the way of liberation from the old ways. And then came the fires. At first, they started as small sparkling tinderboxes that ignited the hunger of belonging to oneself and of others beyond the glow of the screens and the distant secret meetings. But they quickly grew like infernos, illuminating stakes much higher than we'd ever known before. And this time, we called to the greatest grandmothers by their names, and they came to us embodied in the hot coals of personal transformation. We summoned the spell of a thousand-year-old flames and the burning times reimagined us as sovereign, yet whole without separation. It was then that we began to breathe as one. The illusion of otherness fell to the ash and the oneness danced up around us across the wind-blown fields of promise. Some moved into the states of compressed fear, but we were brave and we walked the line between all possibilities, breaking the binary code of the enshrouded that was unto us. And into the indoctrination that we never agreed to, we chose the third way, the new way. And unconcerned with which pulleys were moving on the axles behind the curtain, we focused our efforts on dreaming up a story of creation and co-creation that had never been dreamed before. And this fertile energy of the story itself grew up from below and moved through us, nourishing the novel seeds of hope and imagination in our bellies. 
and we became desperate for the big vision to come now as we swelled full with the undertaking of beginning again, not knowing exactly where time would fold in on itself and allow us to birth anew. And in those moments of desperation, heavy with the burden of becoming, we laid our ears to the earth and fat tears rolled down our mud-strewn cheeks. The dust jumped up and each drop as it dropped to the ground it fell heavily. One, two, three. In rhythm once again with the great song, unable to be heard with the human ears, we pleaded to the greatest grandmothers now. Please, grandmother, tell us. Tell us, please, of the times when the babes walked round the fire barefooted with the mummers, with their bare-breasted under the dark moons. And tell us of the mighty oak and the holy standing strong through all time. Please tell us of the walnut trees and the sycamore and sing their songs to us. Tell us, grandmother, of the ones who drew down the moon, their wild eyes catching the milky light in their irises. And grandmother, please tell us of these old crones who peeled potatoes and did and washed their hands. And tell us of the homemade apple pies with perfectly pinched crusts. And tell us of the past long gone so that we may remember where we draw our vision from within. And greatest grandmothers moved slowly from the earth cake post, shook the crumbling soil from their sagging skin and pressed their sun-wrinkled foreheads together and they sent prayers through the fabric of time that rippled out like linen sheet blowing on a taut line between grief and gratitude. It was only then that that prayer joined the great song of creation and became part of the heartbeat of the earth and with ears still pressed gently to the ground subtle vibrations stirred up through the crust and the song could be heard once again from below and the vision it finally came